All right, guys, uh, welcome back to Good to Game Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Tony, and joining me is your co-host, Vance. Vance, how's it going? Hey, it's going pretty good, going pretty good. Yeah, so the last time that we were on the show, we were about a week out from the drop of the new consoles, the Play- PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. Now we're a couple of weeks beyond that, and we have them in our possession. And what do you think so far? Uh, the console's on. Um, uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, the features and stuff that they uh, added, especially like with the uh, with like the chat, and uh, you know, be able to, um, you know, have like the uh, picture in picture. I like that, and um, it's it's smooth. It's like a smooth interface once you learn your way around. It's not too difficult. I was go. I was going the long way to actually turn my controller off. You know, with a uh, the PlayStation Four, you know, you just held it and you know did your thing, whatever like that. But I finally figured it out. So yeah, I was overcomplicating it. Yeah, the uh, the new uh, UI for uh, Sony, uh, I like it. It's you know, it's very familiar. It's a lot like the PlayStation Four. If you haven't actually seen the the new UI for the PlayStation Five. It's it's pretty close to what the uh, PlayStation Four is, where you have the game tiles across the top and the, like the little square uh, thumbnail uh, pictures. And but uh, they kind of changed the functionality where on the PlayStation Four you would like push up on the thumb pad, and you'd have the menu system across the top. Now you just push on the uh, PlayStation button, and it brings up an extra menu row across the bottom, and then you navigate from there. It takes a little bit of getting used to. It's actually an extra button push. There's a lot more functionality there, but it's it's pretty intuitive. I like the high-def background. Like Every time you sign on, there's like a new image of some game or uh, because it's tied in with the PlayStation Store. So right now, every, every time I turn it on, it looks different, which is pretty cool. Right. I'm sure in the future they're, they're, you're going to be able to like establish like a static theme, where right. you know, that's something that appeals to you and you know, you'll see all the time. So I'm sure that's coming in a future update or whatever. But right now I really like it. It really feels next gen. Yeah, I'm li- I'm liking the PlayStation Five right now. Um, and have you actually had the chance to use your Xbox Series X yet? Um. Yes. Uh, I played. Um. I played on there. I think I played like a Warzone on there. Uh, I do like um, you know, like a lot of the titles that they have with the game uh, pass. So you're like, oh man, like this is cool. But um, yeah, it's a it's. I definitely like it. I forgot like how much I did enjoy like you know, the Xbox because I haven't been back on it since the uh since the one. But um, you know, the wife and I shout out to Lady Swish. Uh, you know, we definitely um got on there. Kind of like looked around. I was like, okay, all right, yeah, like. Once I get everything caught up with the PlayStation, I'm definitely be going over there playing some of their titles that they have. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since I've actually utilized the uh, Xbox ecosystem, and right. it took a little bit to get get back into it, get familiar with it, learn. You know, I'm sitting there with the controller, and uh, I'm having a difficult time trying to navigate through the menus because I haven't actually used the Xbox to xbox ui system in a while i'm just pushing the wrong button constantly i'm like how do you get back to the home screen or whatever but you know after a little bit i got back used to it so the xbox dropped two days before the playstation i remember i i don't know if you remember but i was telling you the story about how like i'm sitting there waiting 
for the uh, emails to go out because you're both, you know, we, you've got your system coming from what GameStop, right? The PlayStation. And then right. I have mine, I have the Xbox coming from Walmart. You know, we're like three days out from when these things, when these things are supposed to uh, drop, you know, three for the Xbox and like five for the PlayStation. And I have, I have not heard a word from any of the uh, retailers about, you know, the status on either system. And I'm starting to get kind of nervous, you know, I'm like, all right, <laughs> yeah, right. where where is this? Uh, where's my email conf- uh, confirmation of shipment? You know, I, I keep checking like every hour. And then finally, you know, the uh, Xbox, you know, sends me the email saying how we're going to ship your item. Please confirm your payment information. Right. And right. so when that happens, like the bank calls me, calls my wife's phone because my wife's phone is the one that's tied to the bank account. It calls, right. the, calls the wife's phone and says, there's a payment of $550 trying to uh, be processed on your account. Please call <laughs> this 1-800 number to confirm that this is a authorized contract uh, transaction. So I go on there and I put in the number and my wife's phone, her power saving option is turned on. So every right. time I go to confirm the number, I keep the screen keeps going blank and I missed the number. It was like hit three to confirm, you know, like two to uh, deny or whatever. And I hit some number. I have no idea what I hit. And I, I start, I think I hit four and I started freaking out like internally. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Did I just deauthorize that transaction? And then I'm like, (laughs) trying to get the, uh, the screen to come back on. I'm like, Mm. you know, please don't (laughs) let me have uh, just deleted my transaction. And then it's cause like the bank's like, okay, your transaction has been authorized. I'm like, Oh my goodness. That would have been a horrible horrible turn of events like literally right you know because in the small print of the retail site you know it came from walmart it's like if the transaction is denied the order is canceled so i i literally thought i had just canceled my order so i was freaking out but i I was well the xbox was delivered you know a couple days later and i popped it open and I, i i plugged it in and I did a little bit of an unboxing video with it. I was kind of excited, so I did like an unboxing video. I haven't posted right. it up because it's, there's a couple of angles. It's got my work shirt work shirt on, you know, like mm-hmm. this glowing neon yellow shirt. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to put that up. You know, like, I don't want to show my work shirt. So, but I did. I did do an unboxing video for uh, the Xbox. Yeah, I mean. I was really excited, and then the PlayStation came in, you know, a couple of days later. And I didn't bother doing the unboxing video with that because the box was so big. Right. Literally, I'm like, uh, this is, I can't even get this in the video because I'm using my cell phone to shoot the video. How am I going to do this? There's no way. I'm not even going to bother. Not even going to bother. I'm just going to open the sucker up and install everything and, and go. But yeah, I mean, I'm really excited to, uh, to have these things. So what what's your impressions? Like we talked about it before about the size of the PlayStation five, man, like the PlayStation five, like the size of it, it's like the size of a small, like computer mode. Like it's crazy. Like, um, 
And I thought I was gonna be able to like, man, maybe, you know, later on I'll throw it in the book bag and bring it to work, you know, like yeah, that's something that I'm not looking around like. <laughs> it's right? That changed your plans real right. quick once you pop that box open. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, like the weight of it, I'm like, man, at some point it's going to rip the, you know, like the book bag strap. So I'm like, yeah. But the good thing is, um, uh, you know, like the remote play, like the remote play like works great. So I'm like, well, there's my answer. I don't have to lug it. I can just keep looking my PS4 back and forth work. So. Right. So how does that work? You you take your PlayStation Four to work and then remote play into the PlayStation Five. Is that how that works? Yes. Um. Interestingly enough, like um, before we even got the PlayStation Five, uh, you know, like when you turn on PlayStation Four, you see the, you know, like the little controller with the PS Five. You know, I never thought nothing of it. Never scrolled through it. Just you know, continue my PlayStation Four as usual. So um. I was at work one day and I tried to play uh, 2K, like, you know, PlayStation 4, and I just like, uh, like, I just couldn't do it. Like, in the middle of a game, I just quit, and um, one of our coworkers was like, hey, man, you know, you can do remote play. I was like, man, how that works? He was like, that little controller that's on your screen, so I scroll to that. And, uh, you know, you um, you scroll through it, and it pretty much walks you step by step through it. Now, your PlayStation 5 has to be on or it has to be um in rest mode and then uh with through the ps app that we had the ps app um it links you to your console okay. and uh then um you know from there like you pretty much like take over you know your ps5 you know like uh lady swish you know she was at the uh, house and she said she could see me doing you know everything on the tv you know so and uh you know but you know i was at work so yeah it works great cool unfortunately i don't have a position at work where i can just you know sit down and and bring my PlayStation 4 <laughs> and enjoy, oh, you know, man. a round or two <laughs> of games. You know, I have to be a little bit more responsible. <laughs> but right, I am jealous right, right. of the uh, fact that you guys are able to, to do that sort of thing. You know, I just yeah. have to sit there and go, man, I can't wait to get home and, and get back on my consoles and and and, uh, and get back into the games I'm playing. Um, so speaking of games... Uh, what games have you played so far on the new consoles? Um, I've played a uh, Call of Duty, um, Cold War, and um, Warzone. I played 2K, and I also played uh, Godfall. And um, man, like everything, pretty much like looks uh, it looks good. Like um, I can't wait to you know like the new round of monitors and stuff come out, but. Um, I do like the way like all the games play on there and uh definitely um I know there's like a lot of mixed feelings about Cold War, but I'm like, man, you like if you turn your sensitivity up and you attack, like it's great. You know what I'm saying? Like it's great. Like Lady Switch and I will be playing and I mean it's great. Right. So you're playing Cold War on Xbox or Playstation? Uh Playstation and she's playing on the Xbox. Okay, so you guys are like cross platforming? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, cool. Um so yeah, I've played I've played a little bit of the Cold War uh multiplayer. I I enjoyed the um, I enjoyed the gameplay. Uh, having a difficult time of readjusting from having played Modern Warfare. Right. Like in Modern Warfare they were going with a you know, really realistic, you know, look and feel. And then you could mount, you could you could go to the corner and mount, or you could mount up on a railing or something or whatever. And like I found I found myself, you know, doing that in Cold War, and there's no mounting 
at least not, not that right. I know of. <laughs> so I'm like, why won't this mount? I'm like, yeah, oh, because it doesn't mount. But you know, so but yeah, Cold War in the multiplayer has a little bit more of an arcadey feel, just like uh, you know, a lot of the Black Ops games. You know, and I really enjoy Black Ops. Uh, it's just a matter of like making that transition back into that style of of play from uh, Modern Warfare. So yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I haven't actually played uh, the campaign yet. Uh, I've seen on uh, YouTube some of the uh, reviews coming out on the campaign as far as the technical aspects, how it runs, how it mm -hmm. looks. And it looks amazing uh, in some of those review uh, videos. I actually haven't delved into the campaign, like I said, but I am thinking that that may be you know, something I'm going to do here in the next couple of weeks just so see that uh, that next-gen feel. And uh, from, from all right. intents and purposes, it looks like Call of Duty uh particularly in the campaign is is opt uh utilizing a lot of the optimizations for the new consoles so definitely right. want to get in there and check that out so what else are you uh what else outside of call of duty did you say you were playing uh godfall I'm playing godfall as well that's right yep we played that together um yep yep, yep. yeah and it's a very pretty you know, colorful RPG style game with it. You where you're playing with uh, with uh, swords and and hammers and other uh, spears, spears <laughs> and stuff. It's kind of like an RPG. So yeah, we ran we ran a few missions uh, of that. I thought I thought it was uh, definitely a pretty cool co-op experience. I haven't haven't got that far into it, but I'm definitely looking forward to playing more of that. Right, that's my first like. I guess you know, like um, style of that type of game, because usually I play like first person shooters or sports. But uh, you know, I've definitely uh, I've definitely pulled in by it. I'm like, okay, like okay, I like this. Like I say, it's uh, and and the the vibe the, the vibrant colors like definitely help. I mean, it's clear. I mean, you can see everything, and um, and the game is easy to play. Like uh, you know, like you have a lot of games that you know you have to figure it out and i mean like you know if it's like a continuation of a game a sequel or even a prequel i'm cool with that okay because now you're like okay you know if you play this game then you know you just kind of know what's going on but you know if this is like your first installment of game then yeah like i need instructions i need manuals like what's going on but it does uh it does a very good job at it very good job right yeah um the tutorial mission which, which was pretty long uh, they introduced a lot of things uh, in that tutorial. Right. But it was easy. Like you said, it was easy. And there's a lot of combos and, the, you know, the skill tree allows for a lot of different uh, setups as far as how you, uh, what you can do with the weapons that you have and stuff. So there's actually a lot of things that you can do, but it's pretty simple setup as far as, you know, the how you put off those combos and stuff. I mean, like I said, it's an RPG. You've got your equipment loadouts, equip two weapons. You have a shield. You can throw the shield. You can, like I used a shield, uh, not a shield, but uh, the spear a lot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I really enjoyed, like, throwing that spear, <laughs> you know, at the enemy, you know, halfway across the map and, and, and uh, busting through that thick armor they would right. have. And there's, like, you know, a lot of different enemy types, too, so... And that was just in the first, that was in the tutorial and, and just like the first co-op mission that we did. 
So I mean, right. we haven't really even gotten into the meat of the game yet, but it seemed like there was a lot of uh, things to learn there. You know, at the same time, the gameplay is pretty uh, easily comprehended and, and you can get right into it. Yep. So a couple games that I've been playing uh, is Demon Souls. And uh, Demon Souls, uh, you have not played Demon Souls, have you? No, uh, not you don't have that game. Okay, Demon no, Souls is a. I consider Demon Souls the game that demonstrates the capabilities of the PlayStation Five the most. It's because it's exclusive to the PlayStation Five. It's not cross-gen, so it's not on the PlayStation Four or another console, or it's not on PC. It's exclusively on PlayStation Five. And I like this type of game. It's, you know, if you've played any of the Souls type games, this is kind of like the granddaddy of those games. You know, this came, you know, this came first. This was in the PlayStation uh, 3 generation. This is a remake. Mm. The original publishers were uh, from software. They did Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3. They've done uh, Neo and Bloodborne. This was originally done by From Software. And... Sony commissioned Bluepoint Games to remake this game, and uh, Bluepoint pretty much, you know, they tried to stay. They didn't change anything as far as the the base gameplay, but they upgraded the visuals, and you know, they added a lot of uh, quality of life improvements. And the game is amazing. You know, you can go in and and you create a character of different classes. And then you jump right in the game. And then it's like the first time I put this game in, I was blown away by the graphics. I'm like, and my TV is not the best. Like my, my TV right. is not even a 1080p. It's a 720p that I'm playing on. Mm. And I was mm. just blown away by how good this looks. I can't imagine what this game would look like in 4K. Um, right, right, right. Because it looks incredible on just a plain television. And... Literally, you ever heard that phrase? You hear it used a lot, and, and whenever I hear people say it, like, oh, man, I did this and my jaw just dropped, right? You hear that phrase, my jaw right. dropped? Right. I've always kind of laughed at that because like, there's never been a time where my jaw has dropped, right? I can actually describe right. that until I played this game. Like, yeah. literally, there's a section <laughs> into it. I went through, like, doorway and kind of went into this different, you know, outside area different region of the uh of the map and when i stepped out of the shadows of like this cave or uh, of this outbuilding or whatever i step into like this uh ridge ridge lined tower and like uh, ruins and stuff i could not believe the visuals i was seeing on my television at the time my jaw literally did drop that was like oh my gosh i can't believe this game looks this good. And I'm telling you, dude, you got to play the game I, just to see the visuals. <laughs> right, right, right. Unfortunately, the game is so, <laughs> the game is, uh, is so, is so difficult that you know, most people are not going to be able to appreciate some of the, uh, some of the things that are in this game. Like, I mean, you'll have to watch me on my stream because, you know, the, there's some crazy environments that just look beautiful, and the gameplay is smooth. I mean, it, this is next gen to me as far as like, you know, maybe the Call of Duty campaign uh, might right. demonstrate that, but as far right. as next gen, Demon Souls is 
is it is definitely a system seller as far as next generation is concerned the other game i played uh was astro's playroom the game it's mm-hmm. it's a game that comes with the console have you played it yet right no i have not played it i mean to get around to it but i haven't played it yet okay so i'd already been playing you know with the uh playstation for about a week and then i decided like oh let me i should i should put this astro's playroom in right uh, just to check it out right and so i put it in and i've i've completed the game and i'm actually going back and you know getting collectibles and stuff but really right. you need to play like it's like they should put a sign on the box that say that says play this game first before you play anything else because this right. game is going to give you an appreciation for the dual sense controller that comes with the PlayStation 5 like the controller what they do with this controller in this you know 5 hour game it's amazing i'm like i don't know how they get the feels through the controller into your hand and stuff and some of the right. stuff that they do in this and it's subtle you know it's not like it's not like it's overpowering you it's so, right. but they are using a combination of these motors and that resistance motors and, and the, it's got the speaker on there. There's mm-hmm. sound that comes out of the speaker, you know, that's real subtle, that complements whatever is going on at the moment with the uh, vibrations right. and uh, resistances that are going on in those uh, triggers and the, inside the controller itself. It all just works together and it's really quite impressive. I'm like you can't it's hard to explain. Like you literally have to to utilize it yourself. And right. You get that you get some of that like when you're playing Demon Souls. Like when I was playing Demon Souls, there's a section where I'm like in like a a building that's being under attack or something, you know, from like a dragon and like right. my controller's shaking or sound coming out of it. I mean, like <sighs> The 3D audio that's coming through my headsets as I'm playing, all this stuff is working together. And I remember in our in a other episode that we talked about was like how Sony was trying to bring you that immersive experience. Right. That was more of their focus. And I really felt the, I really felt that in Demon Souls, and then I felt it in this right. game in Astro's Playroom. It's like they're really pulling you into the games more with more than just your you know your eyes. You know your it's the uh, all this uh, as many senses that they, they can bring with your ears and your with your touch. They're really trying to bring you more into that uh, that game, and uh, they really pull it off with the with the uh, uh, Astro's Playroom and and like I said, Demon Souls. I mean, there's a I couldn't believe like I felt like there was a dragon outside of my my house in that one section I was playing. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. See, like, and I know what you're saying, like with the overpowering, because like what um. You know, like I'm playing the, uh, you know, like the basketball game. It's like, you know, when you run out of turbo, it's like the turbo button like comes like extra hard. Like even if you have a little bit, like it's just extra hard, you know, to, right. to pull down. So, and, um, so is it? It's it, so is that in the basketball? So it's basically uh, a sign that your player is tired or you've run out. Right, of, fatigue. Know, yeah, a, a, yeah, a he's uh, yeah, he's fatigued. So it's become harder to do things. I, I have actually had heard that in one of the other sports titles uh maybe soccer as your player got more tired that it would be harder to like utilize the trigger or whatever you're utilizing right. 
in that game. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's a pretty cool <clears throat> aspect. I mean, like most people, like some people are going to love that. Some people are going to hate it. But I, you know, to me, I love that idea. Right. See, and then it's crazy too, because you have some people that don't even, you know, like realize what's going on. Cause I know I was talking to uh buckets and I said, yeah, man, you know, like him and I, you know, we're both playing, you know, the same game, but you know, different things. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, I said this whole thing with your uh, controller getting hard when your turbo um, turbo is low. I said I don't know how I feel about that. And he was like, he was about to take his controller back because he thought his controller was broke. And I said no. So that's the adaptive, you know, uh, you know, response that you get. So he was like, oh, so there's a lot that you know, you know, like some people just like, okay, I just want a PS5 and that's it. But they're not really like, let me see what you know what everything the PS5 has to offer is a new system. I just want better graphics and I'm going to play the games. But then when things start happening, it's like, oh, man, this is cool. So, like you said, I definitely, uh, you know, recommend that, you know, uh, Astro's Playroom to him because I'm like, you know, it's a lot that, you know, your PlayStation can do, even your controller. So, you know. All so right. Yeah. Check it I mean, out. Uh, like, like I said, the reason I was saying that, you know, they should put a sign that says play Astro's Playroom first is that way it gives you a really good sense of, what is going on with the controller, you know, because when I'm playing and, you know, a couple of other games, like you feel those things going on in the controller and you're, and you have that question. It's like, is my controller supposed to be doing that? Right. right. <laughs> but once I put, once I started playing Astro's Playroom, I, I had like, oh, okay. So this is how this can be utilized. This is how, because there's different uh, zones and stuff. And there's like, each zone right. is utilizing a different part of what that controller can do. And once you get into another game, then you have a better understanding of what kind of what's going on or what could be done, you know, uh, with the controller. So now I'm thinking when I'm playing a game, I'm like, is this game? Okay. One is, is how does this game look? How does this game play? And now I'm going to be thinking, did this game utilize everything it could have utilized to make it a you know a more immersive experience uh for me right like i'm playing call of duty now in call of duty in the multiplayer uh the first time i played it uh i could there was a distinct difference in how the uh guns felt like when i first was playing you know i usually just stick with one gun until i Right. I get my aim down. I get the feel for it. I get, you know, learn the maps a little bit. I don't want to be switching guns all over the place. Um, but I literally w- was switching guns because I wanted to see how they felt, you know, which, right. what they felt like. So it's like, you know, the first gun I had was a, was an Uzi, you know, and then I, I changed it to an MP5 and they felt totally different. Like one of them, I can't remember which one was either the MP5. It might have been the MP5 or, or the Uzi. We've it's not like we have never had like rumbles in our controllers before, right? Like when you fire a gun, and right. your, your your controller rumbles. The the difference is subtle in that it's it's not trying to like hammer you with that vibration, but you can literally feel like when I when I was shooting that MP5, I swear, dude, I could feel like the shell casings exiting the chamber <laughs> and running across my hand. Right? I'm like, right. I'm like, I don't know how they made that feel that way, but that's what it felt like to right. me. It may not feel like 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 that to everybody. Some people might not even tell the difference. You know, it's like people. Right 
can't tell the difference on resolutions, you know, like I can show you a 4K mm. and, and a 1440 resolution. You might not be able to tell the difference, but some people can't. Right. In this case, like I could feel the difference so distinctly <clears throat> and it's like a really subtle and then i switched to like an m60 machine gun and right. trigger pulls a lot heavier and it, you know it you still have like that you know where you're fight you're you're fighting the recoil and all that too uh, everything but everything is just feels so immersive as far as like i like the i like my weapons to feel different i like for them to shoot differently that's just what i like the most competitive right. people that are playing Call of Duty and multiplayer, they're not going to care for all that, you know. They're going to. How do you turn this feature off? Because I want that competitive edge. But right at the same time, most people are just average players like myself. Hey, I want to have fun. If that get, having that immersion is going to make it more fun for you, then so be it. You know, right. I don't see myself turning off the feature. I just think it's too good a feature to turn off. Yeah, it's um definitely like uh, and like you said with the resolution and stuff, it's um, some people like they don't even, I don't I, like like I don't even know like you said I I don't get how people can't see things. I mean like you know I wear glasses and I mean like without my glasses like after ten feet I'm kind of blind, but <laughs> I can definitely tell the difference between four K, ten eighty p, and seven twenty. Like you know like you watch you know like uh certain things like so you can see the detail. And like you know what's going on, you're like, man, like okay, like okay, I ain't, I ain't noticed that before, you know, because I remember the first time like my brother he got 1080p, you know, I seen it and it's like, man, like you could see like the sweat on the athletes because when he was watching uh, basketball, I was like, man, you can really see it, you know, and like um, and I know his girlfriend at the time, she's like, you know, uh, you know, I really can't tell the difference, so he was flipping. You know, because they have the regular channels that didn't have their high def channels, and he's flipping back and forth like you don't see that, and I'm like, man, like <laughs> she ain't the one if she can't see that, you know. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get yeah, but but yeah, but um, it's definitely a great experience. Now, um, something that a uh, that a uh, lady switch pointed out to me, uh, that um, she didn't like, and and I can and I don't like it either. But when you have like when they have the enhanced games, so to speak. So let's say like 2K. If you go to 2K on your interface, then it says like PS4 full game, PS5, and it's uh I think it's the switcher. Yeah. Um But it's like yeah, it's it's like instead of just like, look, I want a PS5. Like I want to play PS PS5. You know, like if I want to play PS4 like that, like I'll go back to the PS4. But <laughs> You know, especially like especially games where you can't play cross gen. So with the Call of Duty, I understand because you know you can play with anybody. But with you know like the 2K and different things like that, like it's a whole new game. So I can't play with anybody from from a PS4. You know, so it's like you know I ain't even download that. Like I don't even want it. You know, so hopefully they'll you know separate that and kind of make that an option to take it off. You know. Yeah, I actually had read that. A lot of players on both the Xbox and the PlayStation were downloading the wrong version of the game. Like they were, right? You know, they were installing the PlayStation Four version or the Xbox One version instead of the Series X or the PlayStation Five version. Like, right. I actually feel like I that I did that because it was so easy not to pay attention when I installed Call of Duty. It just comes up the screen. You put the disc in, and the screen comes up and says, "Press X to install this." Right? 
So that's what I did. I just installed it. And then right. I, I, I was questioning whether or not I had actually installed the right version because uh, the, the game did crash on me like two times. And then uh, actually I take that back before it crashed on me two times. It wouldn't like I installed the game completely. And then mm -hmm. when I went to uh, go into the game, it would not start. I would just push X and it just did nothing. It just sat there and then it would say error, you know, it just give me an error message. And I'm like, okay, I'd go back, try to start again. Error message. I restarted my PlayStation five error message. I'm like, okay, so I'm not sure what's going on. So I uninstalled it. Right. And then restarted my PlayStation five, went back to the game itself put it back in and then i was reading on my phone this type of error message i was getting and somebody was like you want to make sure that you install the playstation 5 version don't just hit x to install the whole thing <laughs> so i'm like right. okay so that menu came back up and it asked me to install and this time i could actually see where you had the option to install like separate chunks of it right and I'm like, okay, let me install this multiplayer version. And then once that was installed and was running, it, I tried it and it actually started running. Then I actually went back, installed the campaign, installed the zombies mode, and then it, then it's run fine since. Yeah, I did have I did have that issue with Call of Duty. Yeah, see now, I had the same thing happen. Um, like I tried, I put the disc in, and I'm not even doing digital. I'm you know like this, and it's like. Nothing. It kept saying like, you know, it couldn't install. Like, I'll get to the, you know, a multiplayer, um, you know, like Warzone or, uh, you know, zombies multiplayer or campaign. Like, which one you want to download first? So I've selected and I kept getting a, like you said, error message. So I did it, and I deleted like everything, deleted everything. I mean, from the cloud, from, you know, the console. So then uh, I went under um, Lady Swish's uh profile. And I downloaded it, like, without a problem, like, you know, and I'm like, man, like, I don't know what was going on with that, but that was almost for, like, <clears throat> like a day and a half before I, you know, decided to do um, hers, but, yeah, so after that, but, you know, it was fine after that. Yeah, I mean, the the Call of Duty is is proven to be kind of a glitchy game, like, I, if you look on uh, online, YouTube, Twitter, you know, a lot of people complaining about their systems crashing when they when they install Call of Duty or when they're playing Call of Duty. There's just something about the optimization of that game in relation to the the consoles, and it's not. Uh, I think it's even happening on you know uh, the older generation consoles too. Uh, there's just something about the the game itself that's causing consoles to crash. So I mean, I was kind of worried. Like, is this my system or is this the game? <laughs> Um, right because i mean speak i mean speaking of that i mean have you have you had any other issues with your system i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of uh things going around out there that's um uh, that the game a lot of the systems are having issues or whatever have you had any issues with yours um knock on wood i have not um i actually before i even heard about the rest mode um situation like uh i have put it in rest mode a few times um you know i've you know just trying to be a a young gamer, you know, I try to, you know, stay up, play late, fell asleep, woke up, uh, you know, when in rest mode and it started right up, no issues there. So, you know, and, just, and with the, um, 
Xbox Series X, you know, no smoking or, you know, glitchiness, whatever like that. So, you know, so it looks like I got a good batch. And, uh, you know what I mean? I was talking to the guy at GameStop today. And, you know, it's good to, you know, like to talk to people in the, you know, same situation, like, you know, wife and kids and stuff. But I'm like, look, man, like, I've learned getting older, just get the warranty. Like, you know, because nothing's perfect. Like, even you see retail, me a recall on cars and stuff like that like every day so you know it's like just get the warranty you can blow up while i'm playing guess what i'm gonna get another one you know like i see people oh you know i'm gonna i'm gonna wait till the second round or till they get the glitches out like look man it can still have a glitch you know because you know how do you know you're getting the second batch like it doesn't come and say first batch second batch like it just says playstation 5 so you don't know what batch you're getting so you know and uh you know just like you you and i were talking it's like you know, I don't think they have, you know, um, you know, they came up with something to say, you know, they have to make some more, but I do think they have some on the side just in case people do have to send them back because now they have to have something to send somebody. Oh, yeah. So they I don't have think, to, you know, they just... They have to keep yeah, someone in reserve. Know. I mean, I don't know what percentage they have to keep in reserve, but they're, they're definitely keeping right. some because I've seen a lot of people saying that their, their consoles have bricked, Xboxes, Playstations, that their consoles have died on them. And they've contacted customer support. They're usually getting a new one within a few days, uh, you know. Uh, so I haven't, uh, I've seen uh, the stuff I have seen online. The the responsiveness of the Microsoft and Sony has been pretty good about repla- sending out replacement units. I just don't want to go through that hassle, you know. Uh, right. You know, and I could th- understand the disappointment of uh, somebody who, has has had as much excitement as we've had and then to only discover that the system's broke or uh, you know or tears up while they're playing or or something uh, unexpected happens so i feel for those people i don't want to be one of those people <laughs> you know so like right. literally like i haven't really had any issues but I, not to say I haven't had issues i have had with the playstation 5 with the call of duty where it crashed twice and it wouldn't, uh, I was getting an error on uh, trying to load it. That's probably more a uh, Activision thing with the software because they're having issues mm-hmm. all over the place. So it's that was probably more on them. The other day, they pushed an update through for Demon Souls. Okay. And it wouldn't start the game. Like after the, after the system updated, like the game wouldn't start. I'm like, are you serious? Like, I have you gave me an update now my game won't work. So I was like, right. like for a microsecond, I'm thinking, well, darn, you know, I'm like, this is really gonna stink. But all I right. did is I just restarted the system, and I'm like, well, because it was an update, maybe it's one of those updates where you have to restart the system, and for some reason it didn't properly restart on its own. Right. So I just restarted it, and it worked worked perfect. Haven't had an issue with it since that that momentary freeze after the update um the only other thing that had was i left my system on and i I went somewhere to run an errand or whatever and i came back and i looked on the television and there was a message on the screen that says rebuilding database you know whatever and Mm -hmm. you get that when your system doesn't shut down properly like, because that happened right. to me on the PlayStation 4 many times uh, when it would just freeze and I had no choice but to just basically yank the plug out of the wall. Uh, and then right. It would have to rebuild the database. Like, right. But it should not have been happening with my PlayStation 5 that I've only, at that time, it only had for like a week. 
and immediately right. I like I knew I knew what had happened. It, it was that rest mode bug, right? Um, yeah. So if anybody is listening and want to know what we're talking about, apparently there was a uh, a glitch that worked in conjunction with rest mode. So if you allowed your system to just shut down, you know, go into rest mode after non-use, whatever, it was kind of corrupting the system somehow and could potentially damage. So whenever your system doesn't shut down properly, it can corrupt the databases or whatever in it. And that when I saw that message, I knew exactly what had happened. I'm like, it's that standby issue. So I went into the system menu, uh, menu and I turned off standby, right? So now I turn the system off, off and on completely. I don't allow it to go into uh, rest mode. Now, they have since pushed out updates that have supposedly addressed that issue. I think they've sent out at least two updates, maybe even more than that, uh, where they've addressed a lot of these issues. I'm pretty confident that, that they have addressed that because uh, I haven't seen that uh, issue continuing to be a, a problem for people. But right. to be on the safe side, it's kind of like, you know, I'm just going to hold off and give it like a month or two. That way I know for sure that they've addressed it, you know, with a with an update, right? right? It's kind of like how I, with my cell phone, I always like to wait like two updates before updating my cell phone because every time I update it, you know, as soon as they put an update out, they always crash my phone. <laughs> so <laughs> I, that's what I'm just doing. I'm just waiting. You know, I don't want to take the chance on it. So, uh, so yeah. with the PlayStation five, that's the, if there was an issue, that's the one issue I've had, but the system plays great. It's not loud. It's not hot. It doesn't overheat, you know, and I've played for hours on, on uh demon souls and call of duty or whatever. It does not, it has no issues heat wise. So I'm very happy with it. Xbox, I haven't played it as much. Got the Ultimate Game Pass on there. Um, and I've downloaded games. I just haven't had an opportunity to play them. Because, just because I've been playing Demon's Souls. I play, I tried to play Gears of War the uh, first day that I had the Xbox before I ever had the PlayStation 5. And I enjoyed it as an older game. I could definitely see benefits of the backwards compatibility that they were pushing and i was enjoying it i've never played gears of war and, I, and i've never played master Ch uh, halo so there's a lot of games that i've never played so I, i'm actually looking forward to going back and playing those games but if it's going to come if it comes down to me playing those backwards compatible games of older games or me playing demon souls well demon souls is going to win you know hands down right. and then cross gen i just uh, just a lot of my games are play PlayStation 5. Some of them are part of a bundle that my daughter has. So, you know, I'm just, I'm inundated with PlayStation 5 games. <laughs> and I don't, there's right. not, there's not, there's no, uh, there hasn't been any reason to actually go buy something for the Xbox Series X yet. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting on Microsoft right. to give me something, you know. So in, in between, Games on PlayStation Five. I'm gonna slip into the Game Pass and you know play stuff there. But waiting on you, Microsoft. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, now Sackboy. Now that's a PlayStation exclusive. It is a PlayStation exclusive, but it is cross uh, cross generation. So you you're gonna find it on PlayStation Four too. Yeah. See now, and uh, I seen like you know on Black Friday when they had like a lot of the sales. Um, they were saying. Um, they were saying that um, you know, like it listed uh, next generation enhanced, and uh, I didn't um, 
Yeah, I don't think I bought any of those games, whatever or not, but uh, because I almost bought Madden, but it was like, you know what, I'm really not going to play Madden, and then it's like, you know, it, it didn't just draw me in, so I seem like I'm some other ones, but I am patiently waiting on Ghost of Tsushima to arrive. That should be coming sometime. I got a steal on that, like, uh, like I got a steal on that. Like, so I paid 24 and, like, I, the cheapest I've seen it on sale was, like, I think, like, 40 maybe even 30 But I was like, oh, like, $20. I can't, believe you. I can't believe you got that game for $20. I'm like, well, they must see, have mispriced it or something. Well, see, and that's something else I was worried about because um, I don't know if you've seen it on Twitter, but Walmart had mispriced, I think, Spider-Man, and they refunded. Um, like, you know, everybody who bought it for the $20, like, they refunded it refunding their money and um i think the sale was only supposed to be like 40 dollars or something like that but yeah they refunded people's orders so i was like man and then uh coles uh they released the you know well they had the playstation 5 uh bundled like that but then um they like canceled like a lot of people's orders i don't know if they canceled everybody's but i know they canceled like a lot of people's orders so i lucked up on that uh one of the ghost of tsushima so <laughs> i am gonna be checking it out because then that'll be the second I guess, like, you know, game I've played where it's, like, you know, it's hand-to-hand combat. Assassin's Creed, um, I guess you can count that, well, you can count that as hand-to-hand combat, but I didn't really play a lot of those, like, especially, like, once it took me, like, forever to get my horse, and they want me to go from here to California on foot. I'm like, okay, you know what? That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would go play something else. I got time to be running around. But, um, you know, and, and with, uh, this is uh off topic, but I know you were talking about the um campaign and stuff with uh Call of Duty. One thing that I I guess I don't play the Call of Duty um the campaign Call of Duty is because it teases you like you know it gives you these vehicles and gives you different things that you can get multiplayer. I mean uh in campaign, but you can't get multiplayer. And I'm like you know where Battlefield you know it gives you the vehicles, it gives you the helicopter, it gives you all that. And I'm just like, why not put it in multiplayer? Like, I, I still don't know why uh, they don't have vehicles in multiplayer right. yet. But Well, yeah. I mean, I think yeah. they were trying to, you know, with Call of Duty, they, they, they're trying to make a game that appeals to, you know, a ton of different type of players, you know. The campaign is for players that, you know, that are into just single-player, you know, type games, you know. they They need a game that they can... They want that first-person shooter feel, but they don't want to play with people. You know, they just want the cinematic experience, and then, so that's what the campaign is in there for. Now, what game did not have a campaign here recently? That was Call of Duty. Was it Black Ops Four? Black Ops Four did not have a campaign, right? And yeah, I believe yeah, yeah, I believe so, you're right. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people were kind of upset that there was no campaign. Uh, so they 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 put the campaign back in Modern Warfare, which the campaign in Modern Warfare was just okay. Um, there wasn't anything spectacular about it, and of course, you know, I, I haven't played this campaign on Cold War, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's Viet, uh, it's got it looks like it's from Vietnam to the 80s. You know, I'm interested in that. But then you have multiplayer on Call of Duty. Obviously, that's for the competitive players that want to test themselves against other players. And then zombie mode, right. you know, which is a totally thing unto itself, which, you know, I love zombies. I definitely want to play that, too. So so they're trying to appeal <clears throat> to everybody. And then they got Warzone, you know. It, it's right. a tie into Warzone. So, you know, arguably one yeah. of the most successful, you know, 
uh, multiplayer modes that there is. And um, right, sure, yeah, uh, they can thank uh, Fortnite for that. <laughs> right? Yeah, you I know. mean, hey, battle royale, man. Yeah. Everybody try to try their hand at it. You know, but, right? Uh, Warzone and, seemed uh, to have found the right formula to uh, kind of take down Fortnite. I don't know that I don't know they're taking it uh, taken down, but they are definitely yeah. it's a good alternative for people that don't want to you know build or they want a more realistic uh, a shooter. Right, and I think that Fortnite, where they have the upper hand, is like they appeal to everybody, and it affects everybody. Like, uh, just like myself, like um, I let the kids uh play uh, Call of Duty, let's say back in the day, but it was more so of uh, you know just keeping them busy. They showed interest, and it's like that was it. You know, they played and they played on mute, so they didn't hear you know. The people talking, but with Fortnite, you figure you like if your kids play, like you don't even have to play as an adult. If your kids play, then more than likely you're spending money on V Bucks, and you know, now you're watching your kids, you know, do these crazy dances and they're everywhere. So it's like Fortnite, I feel like they're always going to have that upper hand because, like, we were talking uh, yesterday about that community, like, they have that Fortnite community where right. streamers have made it big off there, you know, like everybody's involved yeah. in Fortnite. They got toys. They got clothes. Like right, they're supposed to be having a big event this Tuesday uh, to close out their season with their Avengers uh, theme going on. Uh, I think uh, they're going to have a big uh, Galactus take down Galactus fight uh, on Tuesday. So you know everybody across every server and every map is going to have you know be participating to take that guy down. So um, yeah, I'm glad you said that because. the only thing left I have to do to get Wolverine is uh, I gotta find him in somewhere in Weeping Weeping Woods or something like that, and I gotta fight him and I gotta beat him. But it's like you know he's not in one spot; like he's literally walking around. So right, I've been trying, but at least I now I know I got till Tuesday to find him and beat him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I need to get in there too and like you know, check it out. I haven't played Fortnite in a long time, but you know maybe on Tuesday if I don't have uh men small group going on you know i usually have uh the small group thing on tuesday night so if i'm not there i might jump in Fortnite just to see just to see all this go down you know and uh, i'm sure it's going to be a big event so it should be pretty cool so speaking of well well, like as far as like the gameplay of like these multiplayer games right now uh is the time to if you care about KD and win percentages and all that. This is the time because um, since a lot of people didn't, uh, you know, secure like the next gen, did um, you know, get in some groups, find some players, and the people that are coming in as teams, those are the ones that are winning. Like from, you know, two K to uh, Call of Duty. Um, I've been watching some uh Warzone play. It's like the the teams versus randoms. Like yeah, go go get you a team. Like that's where it's at right now until, you know, everybody, you know, gets it. So, you know, do it right now. Right now, find you a good group and <laughs> stick with them. Yeah, there's a lot of players out there looking for uh, good teammates and stuff. Unfortunately, we need to talk about the issue that's going on. There where most people are not going to be able to enjoy what we've been enjoying for the last couple of weeks. And that is actually getting their hands on a PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, right? Because it's become near impossible 
So let's kind of step back in time and kind of review how all this kind of came down about a month. Was it about a month, a month and a half ago when Xbox, Microsoft, and Sony finally announced when they were going to uh, put up the pre-orders for their uh, next-gen consoles. And PlayStation, like, they had their State of Play event where they they revealed, you know, a bunch of gameplay, you know, the second Demon's Souls trailer, the sneak peek at uh, God of War Ragnarok. Uh, And then they, at the end of that event, they told everybody that they were going to open pre-orders the next day. Right, and they right. had told everybody all summer long that they would not surprise people with a pre-order opening. Right, that they would have, everybody would have plenty of opportunity to be online to get the pre-order. So, right. what happens? It wasn't even two and a half hours later. I'm sitting there at my dinner table playing a board game with some friends, and I look down at an email on my phone that says PlayStation Five pre-orders are up and the email right. was the timestamp on the email was like 7:40. the time that i looked at the email this and saw this email was like 8 30 mm. right so instead of the next day when they said they were going to open the pre-orders the retailers jumped the gun and put their pre-orders up a whole day in advance and I totally missed out on my pre-order. You talk about right. like demoralizing. I'm like, oh my goodness, I just missed the pre-order. Right. Like, you talking about having a setback in this whole scheme of trying to have a, a, a new console as early as possible. That's a big setback because we right. don't know. We don't know what the production numbers. We don't know the demand we don't know the logistics of all how these things are going to be distributed because of the way covid has affected all the supply chains so here i am i i, I missed the email and i'm like i can't believe i missed the pre-order and right. you know for like at least a week like a week i'm trying to figure out how to get the next pre-order opportunity you know and even microsoft you know they they said well we're going to give you plenty of advance notice it's going to open on this day at this time. You're going to know. We're not going to surprise you. Well, guess who else they did not surprise? Right. <laughs> the bots. That is a whole, and that, that, talk about something that has totally gotten out of hand. You know, we were talking uh, yesterday about how, you know, over, over a decade, our online retailers have been perfecting the art of selling online, right? And they're and they've put in systems that make it easy for you to find what you're looking for and one button click and you've bought your item. It's coming to your house, you know, in two days' time or whatever. So they've right. perfected that art. Well, the dark side of that is that now you've also made it extremely easy for people to basically set up uh, these little micro programs that can go into the retail site and order that product so fast that you can't you can't beat it with your human reflexive ability, right? It's like it's microseconds, right. and they're buying thousands right. of units so they can take the stock off the retail market, set aside, create a shortage of the product, and then 
mark the price up and sell these items on like eBay or whatever other websites allow them to sell um, secondary market stuff. So now, right. so yeah, now we're into that whole, not only is it really naturally hard to get a hold of the, uh, the consoles, but now you're, you're basically battling, you know, these, what they're called bots. So, I mean, right. I mean, you can probably speak to this. I think you've had a little bit of experience, uh, right, in the shoe market or something. So it's like, where do you? So like, if if you are splitting hairs, let's say you're splitting hairs, and um, you're looking to point the blame. I mean, the blame goes to everybody, honestly. Um, and like you said, it started. Uh, it started, you know, getting hot item uh, shoes, like um, not even just like Jordans, just exclusive shoes. You know, like the Kanye's, uh, the Jordans, um, some uh, uh, Allen Iverson shoes, um. Kobe Bryant, like, especially after, uh, you know, he passed away, like, you know, everything his was just a thousand percent, like, markup. But speaking of that, the shoe, um, you know, the shoe community is, we'll just say Nike, you know, and they touch every aspect. So it's hard. It's just hard for me to believe that somebody in, you know, Japan, and Japan has some of the most uh, exclusive shoes um, out there that they didn't think of this like somebody at sony is in a shoe head say hey you know like you know there are bots buying up shoes so what makes you think like bots aren't going to be buying up uh uh you know like consoles and speaking of that i like you know like you and i know we talked about the graphics card and stuff like that right so you know i didn't really you know like you know know what we were talking about only because you know that wasn't my field of anything so, um, Lady Swish and I, we were actually looking at what kind of graphics cards we have in our PC. So, the next one up is the RTX. Well, come to find out, that's the same graphics card that they were using the bots, uh, that you showed me the article and they used the bots to buy all those graphic cards. Well, that was the graphic card. I was like, and I started laughing <laughs> because I was like, wow, like you can't even buy a graphics card. Like, and then that, that gets me to thinking, it's like, how. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I don't want anybody to take offense to it, but I know there's people who are truly affected by this pandemic, but then, you know, you go on eBay and there are people buying $1,600, $1,800 consoles, you know, for resale. And then they're over, they're paying, you know, overpriced for these graphic cards. Like you, you go out Black Friday and it's like everybody everywhere. And I'm just like, man, I thought it was a pandemic. Like, I thought people that had no money, like, <laughs> you know, because you figure the reason why the bots are able to do this is because there's a market for it. And, you know, like, okay, well, if we get, you know, 20 PlayStations and sell them for, you know, $2,000. And, you know, somebody has to say, well, is there a market for that? And you have to test the waters, you know, and sure enough, the way that starts, just like with the shoes with myself, um, mostly shoes drop on Friday and Saturday, but Monday is when the stores open up their, uh, raffles by Wednesday and Thursday, you know, if you got that shoe. So I used to sell my shoe as soon as I knew I got the raffle, then I will put it on eBay, you know, Wednesday or Thursday. And by the time Friday, Saturday came, my shoe was already sold. All I had to do was put it in the box and ship it to the customer. So I believe that's what the same thing was going on with the PS5. Once, like you said, once the, P the PS5 or the Xbox pre to open up two hours after launch and people are you know paying top dollar just for the pre-order 
you know, it's like, okay, like, okay, yeah, there's a market for it. So now, you know, shoes aren't really being sold like that at a high demand anymore. So let's switch over to, you know, consoles, electronics, and whatever else. And I'm just like, you know, so the consumer, the companies, uh, the big companies like Sony and Microsoft, they're to blame as well. But it's it's crazy right now. Like, you know, like you, you, you man, boy, I mean, you figure, um, just even trying to find an extra one, you know, for our coworkers, you know, we got five, six, seven people on it, you know, and no luck. <laughs> right. No I luck. mean, um, I mean, this is really a case of the early bird gets the worm. We're at the, we're at that point now. It's like, and when we've been working at getting, we were working at getting into consoles because we were enthusiasts. We're huge fans. We know about, you know, a lot of what's going on with these systems, even though we missed that initial dropped by playstation we are still you know got our uh, noses to the grindstone trying to find the next opportunity to grab these things you know we you know if you don't know who wario 64 is you maybe you should sign up for wario 64 because wario 64 this guy on twitter has the in route (laughs) the in route yeah he's 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 the man in the know, or he at least at one point he was the man in the know about when a lot of these things were dropping. But that was back when there was a lot more stock, right? And like, right. Sony and, and Microsoft were both shipping, you know, huge shipments over from Asia, from the factories in Asia to our shores. And you know, retailers were still being able to restock, you know, every few days. And you, you still had a reasonably decent chance as long as you were you know, aware of when the drops were coming uh, at Get'em. And, you know, you you got yours from GameStop because we, Wario put it out there, hey, GameStop. Right. Thursday. Right. So, and we, we got up early in the morning and we went out there and we we set up camp, or you did, I had to work, but my daughter set up camp, you set up camp, you know, for like 12 or 14 hours. And you were right. the very, you know, they had the, the sign on the door that said, hey, we have this many on hand. So as long as you were, you know, within that first few uh, number of people, uh, less than that sign on the door, then you had a pretty good shot. And that's how you got your first PS5, right? Right. And that's how my and, daughter uh, got hers. Right. And to speak on Warrior, it was like once he put put it out there, like, hey, you know, may, like, you know, I had to do the... You know, I called the uh, a couple of uh, GameStop and said, hey, you know, are the rumors true? You know, like if the rumors true, I'm going to be there. <laughs> right, yeah. I remember going to GameStop the day before and talking to you know, the, the salesperson there. And I'm like, you know, I'm trying to say, right, how many are you going to have? Are you really going to have some? Because the, the rumors are out there were like, oh, they're just saying that they're going to have some and they're not really going right. to have them or they're not going to have the number that they say they have. Right. So, you know, right. I actually went to the store the day before and try to find that information out. You know, so mm-hmm. a lot of legwork went into this and, and, and a lot of effort, like, Hey, people were kind of laughing at us, right? Like, hey, you guys were up there at four o'clock in the morning. You guys crazy, you know? Right. But that was when we're the, laughing now. That that was when the enthusiasts. <laughs> that was when the 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 serious gamers. And not to say that people aren't serious at this point. I'm just saying, like, at at, at that point, you know, we we were serious, serious, right? Like, right. We're serious enough to get up at three o'clock in the morning and camp out at GameStop, right? So, right. Um, and now we're at the point where we're post-Thanksgiving, right? Black Friday. We're like two days or one day beyond uh, 
Black Friday and the mainstream consumer, they, their attention has gone from, you know, pre-holiday to holiday to, oh, it's, it's Christmas shopping time, right? Right. Little Johnny, what do you want? I want the new PlayStation 5. I want the new Xbox Series X, right? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we can go uh, get one of those. Uh, guess what? Nothing. Right. Right. I mean, literally, these retailers say they restocked what they restocked with like two consoles. That's what it felt right. like, right? Like literally, you go to the site at exactly this the specific time that they tell you to show up, and the things are sold out before the, the as soon as the clock strikes the hour of the time that they tell you. And I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated. Right. I have a system. You know, I'm frustrated right. for my friends. You know, some of our friends that have been trying almost as long as we've been trying um, right. and have run into the, you know, proverbial wall every time. And speaking of one of those individuals, I will, I did have the opportunity to sit down with one and, and, and talk about what their experience was. So let's, uh, let's right. hear what they had to say. Okay, joining me today is Tasha Hill, and we're going to be talking about her hunt for one of the new next-generation consoles. So, Tasha, what system have you been looking for? Well, recently I have been looking for the PS5 that is so hard to get. Now, are you a gamer? I am not a gamer. So, who's the PS5 for? The PS5 is for my fiancé. Does he know that you're trying to get him a PS5? Um, he does know that I am trying to get, well, help him get a PS5 because I have no interest in it. <laughs> um, but it keeps him busy and it keeps him happy. So anything I can do to get my free time and give him his playtime, I'll do. Oh, wow. You're an amazing fiance. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been trying? Um, I have tried been trying for about two weeks now to get a get my hands on a ps5 or whenever it came out it came out on the 12th so right. yeah since came out the, on the 12th yeah uh pre-orders since, were available about a month ago so yeah since the pre-orders came out i've been trying <laughs> so is this something that he mentioned to you that you know that he would like to have one and you just got you know you were thinking oh i want to i'm going to try and get one get him one on the side or is he, did he come to you and say i need help getting one how did that work out? So he didn't ask me to help him get a PS5, but I know that he was trying. His brother was trying. His friends were trying. And I was like, well, it will be pretty awesome if I could actually get him a PS5 and he didn't know about. Right. But then it turned into, okay, now we're both trying to get this PS5. <laughs> and then we're going to get anybody else that can help us get this PS5. So that's um, how that came about. Uh, <laughs> So you're, so you're kind of uh, experiencing what like millions of other people are experiencing right now about the, uh, uh, the, the, the trial, uh, the tribulations of the hunting. Heartache. Yes, the heartache, uh, <laughs> definitely, of trying to get a PS5. Uh, have you ever uh, shot for a, a new release, a new release console before? Um, I have never shot for a new release console, but I do remember when the Game Boy actually came out, one of those clear see-through Game Boy systems came out back in the day. Oh, I think I just told my age a little bit, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, how long ago was that? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was quite a bit ago, but um, I never had to deal with 
something as far as a PS5 or a PS4 or Xbox or anything like that. So this is definitely a new experience for me. I didn't think it would be this hard. Like, it's not that hard to shop online and just click order now or place in cart. But when the Walmart site starts to tell you, oh, you're this close to getting it, and then all of a sudden, oh, dear. If I see another, oh, dear. I might, you know. I All right, know. the uh, the uh, Walmart site with the uh, infamous uh, reindeer yes. uh, screen that says, <laughs> "Oh dear, something's gone wrong. Please start over." Right, and just that little glimpse of hope. Right. Yeah. There, uh, the Walmart <laughs> site, um, you know, and not just the Walmart site. What other sites have you tried? Um, I've tried Best Buy. I've tried Amazon. Yeah, it's just oh. right. So they they're all pretty much like they let you kind of go through the process, and they give you that tease, right? Yeah. That, oh, I'm getting this. It's in my cart. I just need to, you know, go through this process, and then you get near to the end of the process, and it, it's uh, the rug is uh, literally <laughs> yanked out from uh, beneath you. Um, so. You're unique from a lot of individuals who are going through this experience because you actually work at one of the big box <laughs> retailers, right? Right, I do, which is very devastating at this point because <laughs> I work for one of these retailers and I can literally see it, but yet I can't buy it. I can't walk out the store with right. it in, so, its, in hands reach. So... Um, you see the pallets of these sitting at your store and they're going to everybody else <laughs> but yourself but myself right so it just it oh, it's so frustrating sometimes because <laughs> it's like oh well you have to purchase it online i'm trying i'm trying <laughs> right and there's no inside insider information or inside method for you to you know uh, uh, tried or attempt, or, you know, you're 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 in the boat with everybody else. I uh, am just another number, like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> sort of put it right. So, how's it really been uh, when the councils uh, released and you guys started having uh, customers show up at your door to pick these up? Have you been getting a lot of uh, similar stories about how how long they've been trying to get one, or how happy they are that they finally got one? Well, one day I overheard two customers like discussing how to get one like get one online and the lady it's not a great story you guys. But <laughs> this lady um comes up to this other lady at the register while she's picking up her PS5 and say, "I mean, I can't even get into it. So how do you even get into it?" And she was like, well, my husband already has one, so I decided to try and literally I just clicked the button and I got it. This is not what we want to hear because we are also clicking the button trying to get this PS5. And not to mention your husband has one, so now you have one, so you have two in that household while we have zero <laughs> in this household. <laughs> right. So I'm like, my back is turned towards them, but my eyes are just rolling at this lady's response. Oh, I just clicked the button. Okay. <laughs> Breathe. 
there has to be more to it. Like, did you use Google Chrome? Is there a right. certain way? Did you have everything already set up? Was it in your cart? Right. So many questions. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. What's the method that the people that are actually getting these things? Uh, what's succeeding for them? Uh, what's the secret sauce, basically? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what did you put in your sauce to get this? That is hilarious. Right, so are we losing hope, or do we still have hope? Oh, no, we definitely have hope, because Walmart the other day um, had another trial for people to order, you know, the PS5, and they only had two times where you could order it, and I tried both. And I thought there was a glimmer of hope because I made it all the way to where they asked you to put in your credit card information and everything. And once again, that little reindeer popped up and it was over. <laughs> Life was over as you know it. <laughs> right. So we're back at square one. Back at square one. <laughs> so as a non-gaming enthusiast, how... Um, how has this experience uh, been for you? As uh, how is it? Uh, is it an eye opener about the uh, the hobby itself? Um, it's definitely an eye opener. Um, I didn't know how deep it ran <laughs> to get one of these things. You would think that it would be oh, a lot of people are just trying to get it for the holidays because it's around the holiday season, but no. There are real gamers out there who have lived this life, and now I see the importance of it, I guess, a little bit, or how deep it runs. <laughs> right. Once again. I didn't think it was that deep. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it, um, it's, it's pretty much mainstream. Yeah. And uh, people that you wouldn't think uh, would be out there in the hunt for one of these things, you know. Yep, but I have to give it to all the supportive wives that are out there <laughs> searching for this PS5 for their husband, their children, because you are better than me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you got one, so don't give up hope. We're going to keep trying, and hopefully we get one. Awesome. All right, well, thanks for sharing your story with us today, Tasha. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I no feel problem. so blessed to be on the podcast. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, we'll have you back on again. Hopefully. Uh, after you've gotten the, the console, <laughs> you can share uh, you can share your story about how you actually finally got one. Oh, it better be worth it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks again. All right. Bye. So thank you, Tasha, for that story and it is extremely difficult right now. I mean, I, I hear so many people at work talking about, you know, the frustration because they're trying to get these things for their kids. Hey, I'm right there with you. Continuing to try. I know you're continuing to try um, to get a console for a friend. But at this point, I'm like, it may be next year before people have a realistic opportunity to actually get one. Yeah. I mean, like to... Put the icing on the cake for that. This is guy. Uh, I think he was having his wisdom teeth pulled, but he's a you know celebrity, you know like basketball player, NBA. He couldn't even get a console. Um, it was a band uh from Canada that uh the lead singer uh they all got sent PlayStation fives like for free, just sent you know. And um he seen that the guy was like you know he wasn't able to get one because uh he goes getting his wisdom teeth pulled, so he went up to the hospital and you know delivered his PlayStation five. 
I remember, you know, when the pre-orders were talking about, uh, you remember we all signed up for playing trade and playing trade is a business in multiple states and none of them have even got stock. So that's how, that's how hard it is to get one. Like you got like game store businesses who haven't even been able to get stock. You know, they, they literally got the end route. I bet you if I go to play and trade tomorrow, they're going to have PS5 games that they're selling, but yet they have no consoles. Like they didn't even get a shipment of consoles. So it's it's really right. hard to get one right now. Yeah, I mean, it, it pretty much the the whole pandemic situation hasn't helped, you know, with manufacturing. And, and I just wanted to uh, go to a article from Verge magazine uh, where they sat down with uh, Microsoft's Phil Spencer. He's the uh, head of Microsoft. They asked him about the whole pre-order situation. He was saying that you know. Quote, I think our retail relationships are important. We do think about solving or at least helping with the issue that you talk about. We've had real discussions internally about should I be able to reserve my slot? I'll put some money down. I know my machine's getting built January 20th and I'll get it on February 1st. We have customers that would do that today. He goes on to say, I do think this business is going through both for us and Sony. I have a lot of respect for him. Uh, he's talking about Jim Ryan and Sony. We both have lamented how these pre-orders have gone and what problem we we're really solving when we seem to still have as many upset customers as we have because they can't get our product. I do think it's going to push us to think about new models. It could be reserve your slot. It could be doing things more direct with the customer. So yeah, I mean, the situation has not gone unnoticed by Microsoft and Sony. It it definitely needs to to be something that's better thought out in the future. Well see my thing is this like if you if you really like like I mean just just like you said like the situation hasn't gone unnoticed by them because they created the situation. Like if you really cared about the customer then that's what you should have did. You should have did the reserve slots. Even if you even if people knew like just like now you figure the consoles dropped the 10th and the uh, 10th and the 12th. So it's almost going to be a month out, like, since the consoles, you know, like, been out. And you figure out how many celebrities do we see and, you know, uh, YouTube or influence, influencers that had the console earlier. So we'll give it, we'll say a solid month that the console's been out. All you had to do was do a, a sign-up sheet. Like, that's it. Even if you did it, say, hey, you know, but you're not going to get your console until... January 1st, people would still been okay because now that peace of mind is there. And that's what people want to, you know, like, like pretty much like pay for is it like a peace of mind, you know, like I want to be able to get on the website and just buy it. Like, I don't want to have to fight 30 people or 30,000 bucks, right. you know, to buy your product. Well, I just want to go in there and, and buy it. And that has been a, a serious issue with the whole pre-order system. I mean, how many people that, um, that were on uh, the internet talking about how they had their pre-orders canceled? Right. And like like Amazon canceled their pre-orders or, you know, some right. other retailer or Target canceled their pre-orders and they thought they had the system. And the next thing you know, a week later, they're getting an email saying, hey, we sorry, we're sorry. We sold you a product that we didn't actually have your pre-orders canceled. And then, it's, and then that same retailer turns around and puts up, an, you know, another uh, sale on the items like the same day. How can you? sell more pre-orders if you just canceled pre-orders for people i don't understand people are literally freaking out because they thought because they ordered from amazon you know that their pre-order was going to get canceled and they're like we're just waiting for that 
that email that dropped from Amazon saying, sorry, your emails, your pre-orders canceled. Like nobody was even secure in the knowledge that even though they had a confirmation of an order, that they still weren't going to get it taken out from underneath them, you know? So I'm like, you talk about right. some serious hurdles that people are jumping through right now to get one of these things. It's crazy. I mean, and to, to address what you're talking about, like, yeah. I mean, that's how I got my PlayStation 5. If you remember back two months ago, Sony put out the information saying, hey, go onto our site, register with us, and to have the opportunity to pre-order PlayStation 5 um, because, right. you know, you, you've been a PlayStation customer or whatever. And they didn't say whether or not it was a random drawing or they said it was based on anything like how often you were purchasing from them or how many games you were playing with them or whatever. They didn't give out those details. You just had to go and you register. And that's what I did. I went and registered and they sent out the first batch of invitations to their invite-only pre-order event at their direct site. And I didn't get an email at first. I was in the second wave of that, uh, that I got an invite from them. And you right. talk about an easy process. It was so easy. Like they sent me an email. They told me exactly what time I needed to sign on to the Sony direct site. Right. Right. It told me exactly what would happen. They said I would be entered to a queue. Do not refresh my page. It refreshes automatically. There will be a yellow bar that will fill up. When the bar fills up, you're going to hear a ding. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you're going to hear a ding. You will then be entered into the Sony Direct Store where you will have 10 minutes to purchase your item. Right? It was so right. easy. And they could do that. I know they don't want to break... Uh, sever ties with the retailers or whatever like that, but they could do more of that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Instead of See, doing and, it on a limited basis, <clears throat> they could do more of it. Right. See, and, and that's the thing is like, that's where everybody has to, everybody has to be on, you know, like the same page. I mean, just like the backlash that, um, I would get the company, but, uh, when they did, what was that trolls, uh, straight to <laughs> straight to streaming. Yeah. You know, and, I mean, granted, you know, like, yeah, like, you know, um, theaters are, you know, pretty much like individually owned, you know, like your McDonald's and stuff. Yeah, they're under the branch umbrella, but, you know, so people still need that, those concession sales pretty much is what they, what they need to get people in there, you know, buy the snacks and stuff. So with PlayStation, they could have talked to the retailers and like, hey, like, you know, what do you need? Because it's the same money, you know, like that's, I get, I think that's what I'm not grasping it's like it's the same money it doesn't matter if i buy or you buy it's still the same 550 dollars so why not make it accessible and you know because sony already has where you know you can only buy through them digitally can't go through you know the store so i'm like okay so you already took that out the retailer's hand you know giving giving us access to the console isn't going to hurt anything because people are still going to go in the store to get the accessories the games and stuff like that like they're not going to want to wait especially the people that you know, like purposely bought the disc one, so they can't actually get the physical disc. So I don't know, man. It, it it was just, and I mean, you touched on it. You know, when we was at work the other day, and it's like the chaos is purpose, and you know, just like your reference, <laughs> Russell Wilson is like instead of him throwing to the route, he wants to create that chaos of running back and forth, running back and forth, scramble, 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 and it's like that's what people like. 
I mean, it's drama. Drama sales. Like, you look at all these shows, everything drama sales. And that's what Sony and Microsoft oh, are creating. There's no and that's doubt. What, there's, there's, such a, there's such a frenzy right now. Dude, people are being made aware that there's a shortage. So it's like right. you got sharks in the water. You know, they all, they all want to get their bite, and then they can't get it. And it just turns into this bloody frenzy. So, yeah, there's so much demand. You know, Jim Ryan the head of Sony, you know, he, he tells you straight up, he had a, an interview with a Russian news agency a few days ago, and he was talking about, you know, what his job was for the most part as the head of Sony. What does he say? But Jim Ryan says is his primary job to this point or before this point was to get people to want to buy the system. That was his primary right. job. Now that we're at the point where the system is being distributed, that focused his, well, I think he called broadband, is shifted to wanting to get people to buy the system. Well, people want to buy the system. People right. are hungry for the system. He's he's succeeded right. in that. If he's getting a raise based on that, he's definitely getting a raise, right? But now the second step, now that he's built that demand, now he has to meet that demand. And so transitioning to meeting that demand, well, there's more demand than there is product. Or, I mean, right. or is there? I don't know. I mean, if you go back a few months ago, they talked about the number of consoles that they were going to have available for the holiday season for when these things dropped, you know, and they made it sound like it's going to be like their target was 11 million, but they weren't going to meet the part target because of COVID. So they were dropping the target down to like 5 million, but that number, they don't really give a, a window of when that, that, what that number is like, is it 5 million available from November 10th or 12th through January 1st, or is it from November 12th through April 1st? You know, how, how many consoles are they going to be able to manufacture in that period? Uh, they don't they're right. not exactly clear upon, but I was looking at a chart today showing sales numbers up to this point. And it, all the numbers aren't in, whatever. But the sales numbers aren't anywhere near those manufacturing numbers, right? Like, it's like 2 million have been sold, right? Well, you said you, you dropped your target from 11 to 5. So are there actually consoles that are still out there? You, and you, but he says everything has been sold. Like, he, he just was quoted saying absolutely everything has been sold but the numbers don't quite match up to what they were saying before so either they weren't being truthful with the number uh, with the amount of consoles that they were actually going to have right so, so with that statement i believe what he's talking about is whatever number that they say that they're going to release like that is what's been sold because just like you know, like uh, what a couple of days ago, you after even after they said that, you know, they had to make consoles, PS Direct, they had um, you know, like they had some that they put out, and they're still um different companies, just like a Myers, in the United States in the uh, western part or the Midwest, like they just had you know stuff that they released. So all the retailers have their product or they have you know their orders put in, so those are accounted for, but there's still product out there to sell. It's just no longer from Sony, you know, so and I'm just like, Sony need to get to it, but 
they like like I said like that's the name of the game. They they've already sold their uh consoles. They already made their money now. They're just waiting. And like you said, it's probably not going to be until next year because Best Buy, what they already said months ago, you know, they're not even going to start selling in store to 21. So there's not even really a hurry for Sony to even meet the demand because all the retailers are like, you know, we're going to give you until, you know, like 21 to supply us with consoles. At this point, I mean, you just keep trying and keep hoping. <laughs> Open the, or or just hey bite the bullet and pay a scalper but hey i don't uh those prices those scalpers are asking are crazy right right <laughs> i mean it's it's and i mean those one of those things where i believe are you know like people in the know i mean you know i mean you have like rumors come from pieces of the truth i say so if it's like say well you know the p the ps5 might come out this year well, that's just because somebody in the corporate was talking about it. so therefore now okay so now wants to okay well yeah we can do it but you just don't know when but you know sometime it's going to come out you have some people who are you know like you said they're sony fanatics like you know like like people with apple i got that you know like not me but apple tv you got the apple watch i got the apple phone you know i got the apple computer i got the apple laptop so no matter what the price is they're going to get it like it doesn't matter if yeah we know it's 500 in the store if somebody come out with three thousand dollars i got to have that sony playstation because i'm a sony everything i go out into the store i got my sony shirt on i got my sony hat on you know like you got people who are like that you know and you know, like like you figure, if you sell something, guess how many customers you need? One. You know, so a scalper, he just need however many customers. He got 10 uh, PlayStations, he only need 10 customers. So it doesn't matter if 100 people don't want it, he just need 10 people to get it. That's it. <laughs> right? Hey, yeah, and there's people with money to burn, apparently, on the right. console. Because <laughs> I think right. the going rate is like $1,500 for a PlayStation 5. I mean, it makes me yeah, want to box mine up and sell mine. <laughs> man, you, <laughs> hey, you like to get 1200 for it, you know? Yeah. I'm like, I can wait. Yeah. <laughs> that I've had, right. I've gotten it, I've played it, and I'm like, I'm happy with it, but I'm like, okay, I've kind of scratched that itch. I'll box mine back up and take it and sell it to somebody for, you know, a thousand, right. you know? Hey, I'll buy it when he, again when he comes back out in April. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is correct. So, all right. So, yeah, let's kind of move on from the topic of uh, scalpers and and the the frustrations of uh, of acquiring one of these things. So, what? uh, Let's kind of get back onto uh, uh, the the video games themselves. What what game is you are you most looking forward to playing next? Um, just because I've heard so much about it, Ghost of Tsushima. That's that's what I'm. I'm looking forward to, and um, I know visually, uh, like I said, Assassin's Creed, they put out good visual games, so I'm um, I'm kind of waiting to see if that drops uh, Valhalla, but yeah, those are the two that I'm, I'm looking forward to. Everything else, I can pretty much uh, wait on, but yeah, Ghost of Tsushima is definitely uh, one of the ones that I know you raved about, so I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to check it out. Right, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima, I, I suggest that game to everybody, love that game. It's got this, you know, it's a sword, you know, sword fighting, but there's got some mechanics in there. The fighting is really good. The combat is really good. I mean, you, you just feel like you could take on, you know, everybody 
and do so so stylishly like a superhero samurai from a movie would do but yeah that i love that game and that game is actually up for uh you know game of the year for uh in the I think they have the video game awards coming up in December and we're actually, I think we're actually going to, we're going to have an episode coming up in the next few weeks where we're going to be talking about uh, the video game awards probably. So, uh, but that game is up for that. So yeah, Ghost of Tsushima, man, that's, that's an awesome game. And for me, I am looking at Assassin's Creed Valhalla that I'm probably going to uh, play but I'm really actually torn between playing that next or playing The Last of Us Part 2. Because The Last of Us Part 2, that's a very, you know, high-profile game. And uh, I played the number one, and it was uh, amazing. I've heard some conflicting uh, opinions on The Last of Us Part 2, but, you know, one of the, you know, Chad at work keeps asking me if I played it yet. And he's like, he's excited for me to play it. And he's, and he's like, oh, it's, that game is fantastic. I'm debating between playing The Last of Us Part Two, and that and that game is also up for Game of the Year at the Video Game Awards. So, so it's either that or Ghost of Tsushima. I'm not Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, or the Call of Duty campaign. I don't know how long the Call of Duty campaign is, but I feel like I could do the Call Call of Duty campaign in like two days, and then just move on to one yeah. of the other games. So one of those three things. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to do the Call of Duty campaign first because I can I could knock that out fairly quickly, and then you know maybe roll a die on Last of Us Part Two, which I will probably play that next simply because I think we're going to be talking about the Video Game Awards um, in a couple of weeks. So I probably would like to play that, and also let us not forget that I think on December 10th. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is dropping. That is a humongous game from CD Projekt Red, the same people that made Witcher 3, uh, and that game was amazing. And I feel like Cyberpunk 2077 is such a huge game that it's going to take like literally two or three months just to dig through everything that game has to offer. So probably right. we'll play the, one of the other games before that. Just because I think Cyberpunk is gonna take up so much time. Yeah, um, yeah, that's how I feel about like Godfall. Like even like running a mission is like just like you can go so far off the path. It's like got different things with them games. It's gonna take take a while, like, especially if you just take your time and go through it. It's definitely a long game. Yeah, I mean, Godfall there is there too. I mean, I'm like I enjoy that our co-op play in Godfall. Um, so yeah. I'm kind of like reserving that game for when like when we can play together on there, uh, because just because it was so fun in co-op. Yeah, 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 definitely. Good time. Yep. So, anyway, I think that is going to wrap up this show. I uh, hope uh, everybody enjoyed what they heard, and um, if you guys want to check out our streams on Twitch, swing by. I'm usually on at night, you know, late at night. But you can follow Sent From Heaven uh, on Twitch or Whiskey Jack on Twitch. And yeah, the Sent From Heaven, no O, F-R-M, no O. Right, and Whiskey Sent Jack has two J's. So feel free to drop by our streams. We're streaming pretty much every day. Like I said, mine's at night, and I think yours is pretty much late afternoon through uh, to late yeah. at night, too. 
So, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so ch- check out our streams. Come in, say hi. Let us know that you heard us on the podcast. If you want to send us an email, uh, you can send it to Tony at goodtogameradio.com. Again, that's Tony at goodtogameradio.com. Send us an email. Let us know what you think about the show. Uh, if you have any questions, send those questions there too. And uh, you guys have a, uh, a great week, and we'll 